And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's fantastic, phenomenal, always fun, usually somewhat fascinating Friday as we head into the weekend, not being afraid even if the earth gives way or the mountains fall into the seas because our help comes from the Lord. First, I want to talk to you about something I hate discussing, but that's how it goes. This is actually a sermon outline from a book that I encountered that has a lot of really great material. I told you often, and will tell you again, that none of this is my material. Any scripture, any anything scripturally, it's just nobody's material but the Lord's material because everything belongs to God. I'm utilizing a sermon outline, listen to this, from a gentleman named John Lewis from 1979. It's a really good one. And the topic is investments. It's just bizarre. It's going to be short, but it's cute and it's powerful. Next, Christians can miss the importance of the resurrection in the scheme of the trials we face. Let's just keep it super easy. Without the resurrection, everything is a drag. Without the resurrection, Christianity is a complete drag. The truth is that Paul explains that we would be people that should be felt sorry for if there's no resurrection. Without hope, we are nothing but dopes. <laughs> Don't tell me. Don't tell me what's a better life lived if it doesn't matter for eternity. I don't want to hear it. And then finally, again, I'm trying something new. I have a devotional that I want to break apart, in, and I want to break it apart in two different segments. It comes out of the book of Titus. It's from a new study program that I used a few times. I liked it. It's kind of like I like new study programs that give me like new insights. And the breakdown really helped me seize and see a few more truths of the Lord and his holy word. So we're going to go along with that one. And so let's just have fun in the sun. Let's go. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events, personal revelations, spiritual observations, my life's insanities, and oy vey, so much more. Hey, just remember, it's not professional radio, folks. It's, it's just radio. We're asking, what do you think? Now, you can email us during the show, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. You can text us during the show, 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. By the way, I got a text today from Annika uh, about you know, our, our in, not NPR voice, and I just wanted to say thank you for that. Okay, that was very nice. And, uh, by the way, you can call us. Did you know you can call us? They have this thing that's called a telephone, and you dial the numbers, or you speak the numbers, or you rotate the numbers on the older phones, or you, I guess you can do it in a bunch of different ways. You just reach out to us, 972-445-0770. 
That's 972-445-0770. And when you call 972-445-0770, you'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right because you are talking to kid a Dynamite. Uh, we always do this on the Friday exit, right? Because there's nothing better than this. Uh, talking to Dynamite D is like heading into the weekend. Looking forward to it. Oh, 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 oh. Now, I want everybody to know, so because I haven't said a lot about it. Noelle worked like two days ago. She worked 16 and a half hours. 16 hours, basically. Yesterday, she worked, was it 12 and a half or 12 and a half, 13, something like that. She's going to end up working today probably only 12. Because wow. Saturday and Sunday, she'll be working 14, 15, or 16 each day. I'll be praying for you, Dave. <laughs> and so to me, and then she has to do a follow-up on Monday, just in case you're wondering. So to me and everything in my mind is my life begins again on Tuesday. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> that's, that's all I'm going to say. Let's just say I already did the laundry today. How about that? Okay? I'm trying to help everybody I can. Here we go. Here's your trivia question. Not a difficult one, a fun one. Well, not a fun one, but a good one to know. How many days did Jesus spend in the wilderness being tempted by Satan? Just straightforward. How many days did Jesus spend in the wilderness being tempted by Satan? If you think you know the answer, you can reach out to us. You can do that by calling 972-445-0770. You can also text... 214-210-8483 or send an email david at he must increase.org. We're going to do our DNA because I'm not going to forget to do the DNA. DNA D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. I can't, you know, just got to figure out how to wait to do it. It's got to be something like where you can push a button and it goes daily, daily, every day, every day, daily. Okay. Just spend time with the Lord every day. Okay? All right, great. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. I promise. I am going to prophesy, but not as a prophet. I promise it's going to get tougher. I promise. Promise you. Promise. Promise. Never be ashamed of Jesus or his words, ever. And to not be ashamed, you need to know that, especially if they start confiscating Bibles. Oh, they'll never do that. Yeah, there's already okay. some schools that won't even let them have a Bible in the library. So just tell me how that's not going to happen. And then A, always be ready to serve. To serve. What? Don't be to serve. Yeah, OPM, other people matter. And why is that important? Because carrying one another's burdens helps us fulfill the law of Christ, which is what Jesus asked us to do. And so in doing that, we are honoring Jesus. Every time we're carrying one another's burdens and caring about other people and serving them and loving them. Do you have to do it perfect? I don't know anybody who's ever done it perfect except for Jesus. But I know this. The heart has to be there for God and for God's people. That I know. Somebody's ready to answer the trivia question, so let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Dun, dun, dun. Hello, David. Hey, Eric, what's going on? Hey, uh, I, I was just talking to Dynamite D, and it, it, it was like heading into the weekend. <laughs> amen, brother. <laughs> I'm just going to say that right now. <laughs> a, amen and amen. That gets a double amen. Amen and amen. <laughs> All right. Here we go on the triv. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. How many days did Jesus spend in the wilderness being tempted by Satan? Uh, that'd be 40 days, sir. That is correct, Amanda! 
You are exactly right. I still love what Rick Warren wrote because of how many different 40s there are. And yes, there is a parallel between Jesus being in the wilderness for 40 days and Israel being in the wilderness for 40. I mean, it's just, you can't miss it. It's all just so connected. You can't miss it. No, you can't, can't miss stuff like that. But it's just like, it's such a powerful story. And yet he did this. Now, wait, he did this after he presents himself to the Father through the baptism, but before the public ministry starts. And it's like, wow. Before you get in there, get a little bit of testing done. It's like, ooh, that's good. That's good. So excellent job, brother. How are you doing, by the way? Are you are you in the recovery mode from educational processes? <laughs> oh, no, not in recovery at all. I'm getting deep into it now. So, <laughs> hey, you, um, brother. Love you, brother. You know, but I was, I was just sitting there contemplating, you know, like Jesus was roughly uh, – 33 years old, I guess, when uh, he was crucified. Is that correct? Correct. Correct. 33 to 33 and a half. That is correct. Well, would it be uh, accurate to say or close to accurate to say that probably another five years that there'll be exactly 2,000 years that he uh, died for our sins? Yes. Well, (laughs) that's, (laughs) that's... Yes and no, depending on the Gregorian calendar. Yes, maybe no if the if the numbers are correct. The actual the specific specified date could be off a year or two. So it's one of those hmm <laughs> we're gonna see because what we know is we think he was born in three BC or two BC or four BC, depending on who you listen to, <laughs> because they said he was crucified in thirty BC. So I could say you could say technically in in 2030 that that would be correct okay yeah. all right i mean there's nothing wrong with you uh, thinking of that i'm not sure that that's the disappear moment because with the lord a day with the lord is a thousand years and a thousand years is a day but it, yeah. but there is a plan and no doubt god is unfolding it before our eyes Hey David, can I just throw this out real quick? Sure. I was listening to this um, this uh, talk show radio host uh, on another radio station who won't be named, but uh, he was he was talking about the AI and he was interviewing the guy that supposedly invented the AI. But uh, I don't know if that's kind of like Al Gore inventing the internet, I guess. But um, a- ASI is uh, artificial superintelligence, and they say that this. Artificial intelligence is getting so smart that in a couple of years, it's going to be like a god. And it's going to be, uh, what do you call it, um, so smart that it may um, figure out a way to cure cancer for us. And everybody's going to be amazed at that. And then, but the, the funny part was, and I have to smile when I say this, is, the AI, our ASI will uh, invent the um, cure for the cancer, but a few years later, or a few milliseconds later, it will uh, eliminate human uh, right. existence. So, <laughs> what good is that? Yeah, that's an excellent observation. <laughs> that's right. It's like curing cancer yet, but now we're going to kill you all. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, goodbye. That's it. Very good observation, by the way. That's very, that's very right. And uh, we, we will see. My only biggest response is, it's funny because it wouldn't surprise me if the knowledge of the tree of good and evil ended up being the very tree that bites us right at the end, right? 
ooh, that, wow. could, that, could, yeah. that could be a problem because ASI ain't going to come about. It's coming about because we're doing it. Like, uh-oh. Yeah, yep. that's, yep. that's a problem. All right, we, sh- we shall see, right? We shall see. Amen, brother. You just got to smile and say, the Lord is coming. Yep, yep. Uh, Any time now, Lord. Now is good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a great weekend, and uh, um, love to Noel. Okay, God bless you, bro. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, one of my favorite people. Eric's such a blessing. And I'm telling you right now, without Eric's, just so you can know how like how important it is, we added texting on a regular basis because of Eric. Wow. Thank you, Brother Eric. Yeah. So don't, you know, just like people are like, oh, I remember. It's like, ho, 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 ho. All right. So we're deep in, but this is how, this is what we do. We, we just do our best and, and move forward. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to break. Then we're going to come back, and then we'll see what we can get to next, if we can get to anything. All right, folks, you're listening to the David Smoot Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience, you say? I'll put it to you like this. Do you love a good joke that's pretty bad? What do you call an animal that doesn't practice what it preaches? Hippocritopotamus. <laughs> Come on. Do you love being able to ask questions, comments, or having someone to pray for you? If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we don't want it to die of loneliness. We want it to have a chance. And last but not least, do you love some trivia? All right, we got our trivia question. Uh, who made clothes out of leaves that were sewed together? Somebody want to answer the trivia question? Oh, okay, hold on. Hold on. Here you go. This is David. Who am I talking to? We're talking to Mary. This is Al. This is Brother Ace. This is Eric. This is Deborah. Now, if that doesn't make you curious, maybe you should tune in and check it out for yourself. Think of me as the big brother that won't go away. <laughs> That's me. Tune in to the David Spoon Experience weekdays at 1.30 p.m. on 770 KAAM. What is the David Spoon Experience? Jesus Christ, as the Lamb of God, for you and I, God provided his own burnt offering, his own Lamb of sacrifice, because our presentations are not that hot. And this is where you get the understanding that the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. How many? All. And the wages of sin is death. That's the result. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And God showed his love for us while we were still sinners that Christ died for us. That's the love. He was the sacrificial lamb. And if you have never made that decision, I invite you right now to make that decision to acknowledge Jesus Christ as Lord. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. This is where you get John 3.16, which people will say is the gospel in a scripture, which is not far off. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. That gift is available for you. And if you have never exercised that acceptance of that gift, I encourage you to do so 
by saying this prayer. And don't go anywhere because I got another one for all of us. Heavenly Father, I surrender my life. Lord Jesus Christ, I give you my heart. Pour out your Holy Spirit, for I believe you rose from the dead, and I confess with my mouth you died for my sins, according to the Scriptures. You were buried, and three days later you rose again. You ascended to the Father and are coming back soon, and I thank you for this new life you've given me. I praise you and pray this in your name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are now a Christian. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. A couple things I need to remind you of before we do the trivia question. Don't forget to pray for the audience. Don't forget to pray for the audience. Maybe I can say this again where people will hear me. Do not forget to pray for the audience. Okay, there you go. Right. Very important. Yeah, you got to do that. That's number one. Number two, I'm asking everybody in the month of May to pray for other ministries, not your church. It's not you don't pray for your church. I'm just saying don't. that's not what I'm asking. I'm asking you not to pray for us in this or not to pray for your church, but pray for some other ministry so you can be body of Christ expansive, so you can know all the things and be connected to those various asunder things that are taking place all around us, Okay. Um, I will probably comment to everybody's, uh, texts at the end of the show. Cause I just, you can't be any more behind than me. It's, not, it's not, I don't think it's actually possible, but, uh, that's okay. All right, here you go. Here's your trivia question. This is a good one. I want you to think about this. There's a specific answer. It is in the new Testament. Who disputed with the devil concerning the body of Moses? Who disputed with the devil concerning the body of Moses? The answer is in the general epistles. And so we've already talked about that. You got the the four gospels. You got Acts, which is really a continuation of the gospels, just in case you're wondering. You have the Paulinian epistles. You have the general epistles. And then you have the apocalypse, which is the book of Revelation. Okay? All right. Got that? That's for we're not gonna do. Uh, well, you know what? We can pull off our, our humor. Why not? We we I got some short ones. All right, here we go. Ready? All right, here you go. This is a, this is a good one. Okay, here we go. Get ready. This is a, two guys were hiking in a forest when they suddenly came across a grizzly bear. One guy took off his hiking boots and put on some running shoes. He's his friend said to him, "What are you crazy?" Don't you know how fast grizzlies are? You'll never be able to outrun it. Outrun it, said his friend. I'm only trying to outrun you. Wow. 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 Okay. That was funny, actually. It's cute. All right, here's another. This is... <laughs> One caterpillar to another as they watch a butterfly. You'll never get me up in one of those things. That's just so funny. <laughs> see, to me, that's funny. You'll never see. Okay. I guess You're I'm You're killing me, small. Yeah, okay. Why are ant eaters so healthy? Because they are high on ant bodies. Oh. <laughs> and finally, why did the chicken cross the road? To show the possum it could be done. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. 
we need therapy. All right, uh, two words for you, therapy. Uh, who disputed with the devil concerning the body of Moses? Uh, your answer is in the general epistles. If you think you know, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, david at he must increase. Dot org. I'm going to read a passage out of Matthew 19. It's 19:27. Matthew 19, chapter 19, verse 27. Here's what it says. Then Peter responded, saying to Jesus, Behold, we have left everything and followed you. What then will there be for us? Okay, this is Matthew 19, where, where Jesus makes reference to, you know, people have to give up, there has to be a sacrifice, and Jesus, you know, is just kind of laying it out. And Peter, he's not asking a bad question. It's not like, it's oh, that's a bad question. No, it's not a bad question. He's like, okay, well, we have kind of dumped it all. <laughs> so, you know, where is there for us? And so uh, this one thing that, that John Lewis Meshach wrote in this sermon outline, he's, he said there are four investments, and I love this because— you know, just four real short, easy elements to understand. Some investments offer us, ready, no return. Some investments offer us nothing. Some investments allow us to break even. Okay, now what does that mean? That means that you invest, and whatever you invest, you kind of get back. You kind of stay at even play. Now, everybody knows what I'm talking about. You invest in some things, and sometimes, it, and I'm not talking about just money. It can be time. It can be energy. It could be the thought process that you entered into something and gave it a lot of complexity and thought, and then it turns out there's nothing there. That's an empty return. Some break even. I put an hour in. I feel like I gained an hour in this. Oh, good. That's a break even, right? Some, or a few, it should say, offer a rich return. So if, you, you know, if you've ever heard of uh, certain stocks and you get in on what they call the founder's round or you get in on the first or second round of those stocks and the, st and the company makes it, which is one out of 20, then you get a big bonus. So if you you bought a thousand dollars at such and such, you know maybe got a thousand shares, and those shares go up to twenty dollars a share. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good return. That's you know hey great. But our investments, and so here I want to make a distinction. Some events investments give you nothing, you know, kind of a waste. Other investments give you an even Steven scenario. A few investments offer a great reward, but they're very few and they're very risky and so on and so forth. Our investments with God give us eternal rewards. So the idea behind this is to understand that if you're a person that, you know, you know, thinks that pouring into something has value, what could give you more value than pouring into something, listen to this, pouring into something and having it continually give you a return for all of eternity? You could get a return on money for five years, 10 years, 20 years, 50 years. You can get a return on investing and committing and working in the kingdom of God for a billion, trillion, gazillion, zillion years. You want to be wealthy? Here's what Jesus said. Ready? Lay up treasures in heaven. 
What? What do you think he? What do you? What do you think he was thinking there? What? What? Do you, he's talking about where you're putting your investments. You're thinking, well, and and I will say this: some people are like, I just want to get in. You know what? I don't. I don't. I don't fault those people for thinking that. That's how I started in the faith. I just want to get in, right? Now, now that I got in and I see the face of the Lord and I draw a little closer, and I don't say see the face as in I see him more than anybody else. I just see more and more and more of him. Now I want more and more of him, and now so there, now it's a whole other thing. It's become something altogether different. But Jesus was trying to teach us, look, what you're, what you're pouring into, what, where you are, lay up treasure in heaven for where— your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So if your heart is in an earthly investment, ooh, ooh, but Dave, I have to have a relationship. But Dave, I have to have a house. Dave, I have to have a car. Dave, I have to have this. Dave, I have to have this. When it's all said and done, you have to have Jesus. Because without Jesus, it's going to be a bad ride. That's what you have to have. I was talking to somebody the other day, and I just said, you know, they were talking about the possibilities going this way, this way, and I just said, what is the worst thing that can happen out of all of this stuff? I said, you, do you think you'll be, and this is a financial thing, do you think you'll be homeless? Because you know that won't happen. you think this will happen? They said, no, no, no. He goes, I think people will think I failed. And so, so therein is where your treasure is. Ooh. Is that what you, you think you failed? I'll save everybody a lot of time. You have failed. <laughs> you failed so much, it takes grace to get you out. <laughs> That's how much you failed. You probably will fail. Yeah. Just like, don't even worry about it. That doesn't mean you can't overcome. That doesn't mean you can't do better. Just You already failed. <laughs> Just save you a lot of grief. Move into the next stage. Okay? All right. Isn't that just like being snarky but kind of funny? True. Yeah. All right. Uh, who disputed with the devil concerning the body of Moses? And the answer is Michael, the archangel. That's who did it. And that's in Jude chapter oh, chapter 1. It's in Jude verse 9. <laughs> it's not really a chapter. Kind of unfair to say it that way. But so I said it that way. All right? Lay up treasure in heaven. When you're thinking about it, when you're kicking it around, when you're trying to figure it out, that's where you want to put treasure. That's where you want to put your heart. Okay? We'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The David Spoon Experience. In 1 Samuel 5 and 6, it talks about the Ark of the Covenant. That's where the uh, movie, uh, actually at the end of 1 Samuel chapter 5, that's where the the movie, the Raiders of the Lost Ark, that's where they got the whole premise. Seventy men... Uh, when the ark came back, actually, that's in uh, six. I'm sorry, First uh, Samuel six. They looked into the ark, which God deemed uh, disrespectful, and uh, real life. And seventy people died because they looked into the ark on the spot. That's uh, that's from real. That's real stuff. That's not fake. But uh, the idea, uh, you know, didn't probably happen the way that they showed it in the movies. But uh, okay, at least they tried to portray it, and at least they were accurate about what took place. But I think the important part is to understand the Philistine uh, rulers were political leaders. Uh, they were political leaders. They got together for a political solution. <laughs> That's what happened. 
That's what happened. The priests got together and made a decision. Instead of trying to overcome the power of God, they thought they'd make an offering to God, return the ark to Israel. That spiritual solution worked. Got that? So political rulers making political decisions. Failure! Priests making an offering to God and returning things to their proper place. Solution! That's the key, people. I think that's the key. That's what we need. That's why we need a strong spiritual core in the church. Not just you in your church, but the church in large. Trust me. Trust me when I say this. When they start shooting Christians because we're Christians, when it becomes more like China, and they start beating us because we're Christians, the denominational issue will fade to the white. And uh, for all of the people that say, no, no, that can't be, you are way, way wrong. Church history has repeated itself several times. It's the exact same thing. Keep in mind, the church has been around a little longer than America. Oh, tell that to some Christians. They, they want to shoot you. It's weird. Anyway, as the kicker to that is uh, the five rats. I think that's the funniest part of all, that uh, they actually had to make five golden rats representing the five political leaders. A divine humor saying sometimes political leaders can be like rats. That's kind of what that's saying. And uh, it's human proclaimed, but is it Jesus approved? That's the question. Ha! Anyway, we've had a phenomenal show. I'd say phenomenal. Would you call it phenomenal? I call it phenomenal. I don't even know what phenomenal. Super phenomenal. Super phenomenal. We've had a super phenomenal show. And uh, I just want to say that uh, uh, we really appreciate all of our guests. We have a terrific, I mean, we have something. I got, I got something for tomorrow. Oh, my goodness. It's called the nagging theory. You ever heard that? It's called the nagging theory. For all of those uh, young Jewish boys out there who uh, have uh, grown up in that same kind of uh, process, you will understand. It's the nagging theory. We're going to talk about that. And then uh, a few more things uh, about, uh, uh, oh, a few more things we're going to give away. Something interesting happened in Alabama Supreme Court. A lot of good political stuff that we're going to talk about, but mostly... Kingdom of God stuff, because, you know, uh, everything else compared to advancing the kingdom of God, everything else is just interesting. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, where I just, I just, I just, I just, I just find it amazing how fast it goes. Flies by. Wow. I just find it amazing. All right. uh, Trivia question, and then we'll do the history. Here's trivia question. Okay. This isn't complex. I'm not looking you for you to do this, say this perfectly, so to speak, but you'll you'll understand why when I ask the question. Who said to Jesus, This fellow casteth out devils by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils? Who said that about Jesus? Who said that? If you think you know you can, call 972-445. 0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at he must increase.org. Who said about Jesus, this fellow casteth out devils by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils? Yeah, there's a little flavor in the 
<laughs> the voice. Heard that. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we're going to send you up to the website as well. Uh, so let's uh, be aware of a couple things. One, speaking. So I'm next Sunday, not this Sunday, Mother's Day. Next Sunday, I'm speaking at uh, Stillwater Community Church. That information is on the website. And then July 2nd, I'll be speaking at the uh, Lake uh, Murray Church. So uh, the, the whole element there is it's on the website if you need uh, greater insights and or whatever uh, or directions or anything like that just let me know I'll be glad to help you out and then the other thing is money and so I'm going to make this really simple hey you know what we need we need money Okay, I was a, uh, please, sir, I want some more. Okay, anyway, uh, it's not quite the stew situation, but that's not the point. The point's, you know, a little Oliver saying that. But the point is, uh, we can use it if you got it, and the Lord puts it on your heart. Do never be manipulated to give, not just for us, for anybody anywhere. That's just ridiculous. You make sure the Lord is in it, right? That's the key. That is the key. Anyway, if you're able to give, great. If not, you got to pray for us. If not, I'm going to cry, and you won't like that. So check out our website, hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. Sorry. I just find that to be funny. Hilarious. I don't, I don't know why people don't realize that is funny. All right. <laughs> uh, who said about Jesus, this fellow casteth out devils by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils? Who said that about Jesus? If you think you know, reach out to us. 972-445-0770. You can also text 214-210-8483 or send an email david at he must org. Let's do our history. Let's go. All right, a couple of cool things today. So this is why I did it and didn't delay it. Number one, it's Limerick Day. So Limerick What is, is that? Okay, so that's five lines, and the first two and the fifth line rhyme, and the third and the fourth line rhyme. So I'm going to give you an example. Give me an example. Okay. There was a couple called Adam and Eve who did something you wouldn't believe. They ate the wrong fruit and were given the boot, so out of Eden they had to leave. That was a nice Bible story there you as go. well. There you go. That's a, that's a limerick. Okay. All right. Uh, National Receptionist Day. I, I think that's what's amazing to me is how little companies put emphasis on receptionists since the receptionist is normally the first person, the first face of the company. Just blows my and mind. It's important. It's just like so weird. It's also National Nutty Fudge Day, which is fudge with nuts. It's like, okay, I'm, I love, I yeah, love that. I'll take it. I'm a fudge guy. Then National Odometer Day, uh, which is only funny if you remember the movie Ferris Bueller, where they put the, the car up on blocks and tried to put the engine in reverse, thinking that they can make the odometer go backwards. I thought you were going to say it's only funny if it works. Yeah, it's only funny if it works. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, too. Uh, 1937, the first worldwide radio broadcast, the coronation of King the Sixth. And Queen Elizabeth is broadcast by BBC. 
1965, the Soviet spacecraft Luna 5 crashes on the moon. I guess that's not the landing they were looking for. And then in 1861, on this day, the Battle Hymn of the Republic was written. It was also, or perhaps even originally known as Mine Eyes Have Seen the Glory, and it was sung to the tune of John Brown's body, Mine Eyes Have Seen the Glory of the Coming of the Lord, you know, that kind of thing. I was wanting you to sing it. Yeah, I'm not singing that one. (laughs) That's beyond my scope. You know, if you want me to do some other impressions, that's different, but that's too much. Okay. Okay, that's that. Last on the triv, and then we're going to go into the teach, and oh, this, these next two teaches are just... Oh, I just love stuff. <laughs> this is what I live for. Uh, who said about Jesus, this fellow casteth out devils by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils? Okay, all right. Just to let everybody know, Deb has a uh, pow pow. Joanne and Cordelia have a pow pow, and Eric has a pow pow. So I'm just letting everybody know. Okay, all right. Okay, okay. Here we go. Ready? Titus. We've not taught, we don't teach a lot about Titus, all right? We haven't done that yet. We're still doing First Timothy. And by the way, I'm forewarning you that on Monday when I teach on Timothy uh, chapter 3, uh, many of you are perhaps are going to have, uh, you should have Pepsid or Pepto-Bismol with you. That's all I'm going to tell you because <clears throat> you're going to hear an approach you probably have not heard before. Okay? I'm just... just Forewarning you again, you don't have to agree with me, but you got to hear and you got to be nice and you got to love me because if you don't love me, God will get mad at you. Uh, here we go Titus chapter 1, verse 1, New International Version. Okay, I'm just letting you know I'm using the NIV for this, and so just so you can know, sometimes I use the NLT, sometimes the New King James, sometimes the ESV, sometimes uh, the NASB 77, sometimes Greek, sometimes Hebrew. Uh, it just depends. Sometimes good news, so it just depends on, on what we're talking about. Paul. A servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ. To further the faith of God's elect and their knowledge of the truth that leads to godliness. Stop. (laughs) See, I read stuff like this and I go, there's 900 things. This is why, because we read the Bible so fast, because we're in such a hurry, because you know what? Hurry up and get to the red light so that you can stop and wait. In other words, we're just always like, right? We're always doing that. Here's, I just want you to catch how absolutely lights out incredible this is. Paul, a servant of God, okay? So, even though he's an apostle with authority, he first identifies himself as a servant. Now, he is an apostle. He knows he's an apostle. He's got a lot of authority. He's got a lot of influence and structure that's taking place. He's helping coordinate and form the church as the Lord is desiring. But he first identifies as what? A servant. So I did meet somebody in Flagstaff, Arizona, And he came up to me, not a joke, and he said to me, just want you to know I'm an apostle. And I said to him, I just want you to know that if you're an apostle, you would never have to tell me. And you think, what? The reason that I said that is because he couldn't even say I'm a Christian. (laughs) I'm an apostle. It's like, okay. Here's what, what I'm trying to get at. First, a servant. All the things that you are, and you might be a daughter, and you might be a son, And all of those things would be true. You're a servant. And to be a servant is the highest honor in the mind of God. It's higher than anything else. 
a servant of God, an apostle of Jesus Christ. An apostle is one who is sent forth. That's the word means. Apostle means sent forth. Okay? For what purpose, Dave? For what purpose, Paul? For what purpose, God? What are we talking about? To further the faith of God's elect. Just stop. I've reached the plateau. No, you haven't. I have arrived. No, you haven't. You have not arrived. You most likely will never arrive until you actually, on heaven's doorstep, arrive where you see him as he is. But it's to further the faith of God's elect. In other words, this is for the increasing of faith for one another. That's his ministry. <laughs> it's like, wow. Right? He's telling this to Titus. So Timothy and Titus's situations are different. We've talked about this in the past, that Titus's situation is the island of Crete, and it's a little different scenario. And, uh, you know, the whole element where he's, you know, he's got less to choose from, not quite the metropolitan area that Timothy was in. But here he's in this situation, and if you think about how this goes, he's like, look, this is all about furthering the faith of God's elect. It's about saving souls and encouraging the souls that are saved to keep on keeping on. That's what it's about. And how does he connect that? To further the faith of God's elect and their knowledge of the truth. Ah, this is where I just, ah, the knowledge of the truth. Ready? Knowledge, epigenosis. That's the Greek word. Why does that matter? Epigenosis is knowledge by contact, knowledge by experience, knowledge by intimacy. Not only is the purpose of the servanthood and the ministry of God to further the faith of God's elect, but it's also to help them to connect at a whole new level with the truth. Oh, baby. The word truth there is aletheia. Here's what I want you to grasp. God does what he's doing in your life through other people. This ministry is going to be a part of that to some degree, but mostly your church and mostly where you've come from or where you're going, like in the fellowship with one another, and mostly, I should say, in your fellowship with God. It's all to further your faith and then your connection to the truth, not just head knowledge. But your using of the truth, because it's epigenosa, which is contact knowledge. And it's, it's important to understand that you don't just be a head Christian, but that you be a head and heart, hands and feet Christian. Because when you grow, it's to further faith and further their knowledge of the truth. When you grow in your contact with the truth, you become more like Jesus, and you become a better vessel for the kingdom of God. <laughs> Please, I want this. I want this now, not yesterday, right now, as in right this second. <laughs>
Okay. Uh, we're going to answer the trivia question. Who said about Jesus, this fellow cast... Wait, i got to do the voice. This fellow casteth out devils by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils. The answer is the Pharisees or the religious leaders. That would have been fine, too. That's the answer to the question. We'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Since the dawn of the Internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cowpunch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no baloney. There, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. What is the David Spoon Experience? This is David, who am I talking to? Hi, David, this is John. Hi, John, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. And uh, you? I'm doing fantastic. I'm actually having a, a wonderful day. And uh, you know, every once in a while you get some extra time in with the Lord and you just think, man, I can't wait to hear that trumpet. <laughs> I just can't wait. <laughs> yeah. I just right. can't right. wait. What's going on? Huh? But yeah. You want to know the answer to that, I guess, I do, huh? I do. And so this is a good one. How many times did the boy who Elisha raised from the dead, how many times did he sneeze? Seven. That is correct, sir. You are right. <laughs> a little unknown fact from a lot of people that they might not be aware of is that actually he, uh, so after Elisha stretched himself out, the child sneezed seven times. And then the child opened his eyes, which means that he sneezed those seven times without his eyes open, which is like, wow, that's bizarre. It's like, how huh. do you do that? I just thought about it that way. Yeah, it's like, how would you do, I mean, how do you, I mean, <clears throat> My eyes go in the back of my head when I sneeze. I just don't know how that uh, Didn't, didn't uh, he lie prostrate across yes, him? Yes, and... correct. That is exactly well, then, what he I, did. I thought, okay, if he was sneezing, was he sneezing in Elijah's face? That's an excellent question. I do not have that answer, but I you have <laughs> we'll to have sit to there and wonder. To find that one out, huh? Yeah, I mean, the prophets <laughs> went through a lot, although it, it, <laughs> could be, it could be a tough one. Excellent job, my friend. Excellent, well, excellent you. answer. Good thank to, you. Good to talk to you. Nice to talk to you as well. All right. All right. God, God bless. bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. <laughs> we roll. We roll. That's a great question. Did he sneeze in his face? Oh, welcome back. To the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Quick reminder, there is an Apple 
and there is an Android app free on the website. Plus, there is another app for the book that I wrote that's for free. We're, not, we're just trying to give people encouragement. It's all we're, all we're looking to do. So uh, if you need that or if you need help with that, let us know. And then for us older people, make sure that you don't have your fonts set, set to 400% because then you can't see the website because it's 400%. So. I'm like somebody must have did that by experience. I'm not going to acknowledge. <laughs> I neither acknowledge nor deny. Okay. That's a very political answer, right? Don't, for, don't forget this about politics, right? Poly is many and ticks are blood-sucking insects. Okay. Got it? All right. Great. Here's your trivia question. <laughs> how many swine, approximately, how many swine died when Jesus permitted demons to enter into them and they went rushing down the hill? How many were there? How many were there is the question. How many swine? A lot of bacon that was lost right there. A lot of poke. A lot of poke. Uh, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. Or you can send an email, David, at he must increase.org. Okay. How many, how many, how many, um, how many little piggies? I guess that's really the only way to say it, right? How many little piggies? That's the, the, that's the question. All right. Uh, I happen to like this. I don't know if you like that study on the Titus thing. I think stuff like this is just, I don't know. I just like it. It's just weird, cool to think that there's truth. That Of course there's truth that you know by your head and by you associate and you learn uh, you know, the facts of it. But there's truth that you experience. And that's why Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Not just to know him by your head knowledge, but to experience him. Get that? Okay. All right. I just love, I just love that stuff. Okay. All right. So we are uh, got the weekend heading up. I am going to be doing that surgery. I'll give you information about that. It's about three weeks away or so. Uh, but I have got a couple of excellent uh, replays. That's just up and coming down the road. Uh, but here is the uh, trivia question. How many swine died when Jesus permitted demons to possess them? You're looking for Mark 5 uh, for that specific uh, number. Okay? All right. What's the what's specific approximate, if that makes sense? Uh, right? Let's see. Got that? Got that. Let's get back in this text. New International Titus. So we did verse uh, – we actually did verse 1. Now I want to do verse 2. This is, this is the better. This is much more fun than, than normally. So here. So I'll do up the buildup, and then we'll come back to it. We'll do it from verse 1. Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to further the faith of God's elect and their knowledge of the truth. So to further that knowledge, that uh, experience experiential knowledge, that experiential contact with truth, to understand that truth has an experience to it, uh, that leads to godliness. The purpose of God teaching you and leading you and directing you is not, and I'd like to repeat this, is not for you to brag or for you to boast. It's not a trophy. It's not a toy. It's so that you will become more godlike. Okay? Your example is Jesus Christ. Not that complex. Here's what it says in verse 2, which is lights out throughout the world crazy, crazy. And we talked about this as a trivia question the other day. In hope of eternal life, which God, who does not lie, promised before the beginning of time. 
So now when you look at this as a as a verse, there's just incredible stuff here. The hope of eternal life. For some people, eternity is going to be bad. But in our case, because we believe, it's going to be great. Now, somebody's calling in, and we'll give them a chance to answer the trivia. But I want you to pick up on this. It's hope of eternal life. And it, and it comes from God who does not lie. And that would be a key. So we'll, let's answer the trivia question, and then we'll finish up on the teaching. Let's go ahead and send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Gary. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good, Gary. How are you feeling? Well, okay, I guess. All right. Well, I want to pray over you, so I'm going to go right to the triv, and then I definitely want to pray over you. Just, just that the Lord bless you, okay? Okay. How many swine died when Jesus permitted demons to possess them? It was about 2,000. That is correct, Amundo! You are right, sir. It's about 2,000 pigs, and you just got to admit, boy, that's a lot of bacon went down there. That was just kind of a bummer right there. Let me pray for you, though, Gary, because I want you to learn to bless you this weekend. Father, we come before you right now. We lift up our precious brother, Gary. We ask you, in the name of Jesus, to bring your healing power into his body. We ask you, it doesn't matter that we're at a distance, because your ability, your grace, your touch— extends beyond our understanding, and we ask you to touch him physically and that he would know he's touched, and he would be able to share about that, encourage him, heal him, lift him up, strengthen him, and love on him. And we just ask you to bless him in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you. Amen, brother. Love you in the Lord, man. And I'll be praying for all of you, and God bless you. You too, bro. Bye-bye. All right. Love Gary. Make sure you're praying for Gary. He's a great guy. Okay? All right, here we go. Ready? Go back to this. I just You can't miss it. In hope of eternal life. I want you to understand, especially if you read Ecclesiastes, that man, God has set eternity in the hearts of men. Did you know that? This whole pursuit of, uh, of uh, the fountain of youth, is that whole pursuit is because inside of man is this deep desire to live forever. You know who put that in there? God. And so when you hear about it, and this is why Jesus Christ, in this epistle, it talks about him bringing life and immortality to light. Oh, actually, it's in 2 Timothy, but life and immortality to light in, through the gospel. In other words, Jesus brought this whole eternal living for everything into a realization. He brought it to the forefront. And so in hope of eternal life who God, who God, from God, who does not lie, just— ah, God has never lied to you once. You've lied to yourself, let alone other people lying to you and you lying to other people. Romans 3, 4, let God be true, but every man a liar. I'm not a liar. Let God be true, but every man a liar. I'm not a liar. Let God be true, but every man a liar. And just because Abe didn't blow it or George Washington didn't blow it on one lie doesn't mean there weren't other lies. I'm just saying that's just silly. Only God is 100% true, perfect all the time and has never lied and will never lie to you, to me, ever. And so God made a promise, and he doesn't lie, and he made a promise of eternal life. I don't know how, how the church just doesn't win on that hope. Like, wow. The cool part is the last part of the verse, which he promised before the beginning of time. 
So he promised, now watch this, see if you can catch this. I don't know if I can say this right. He promised beyond time, before time. <laughs> see, time is this interjection for humanity right now. But before there was time, God promised that there would be an ongoing foreverness, there would be no time. And this uh, in-between period now that we're in time, that's just a stumbling stone for where we're heading. That's just a little rock. That's just a little glitch. That's an inch out of a trillion miles. And your brain, don't tell me, well, I can understand that. No, you can't. You're mortal. You don't understand no time. You don't understand immortality. But guess what the scripture says? These mortal bodies Put on immortality. That's what God, he made a promise because he's immortal. He makes this promise before there's time that when we're done, there will be no time. <laughs> it's like, oh, so time is like temporary. Uh-huh. That's why your burdens and your weights are light and momentary. That's what the scripture says. Our troubles are light and momentary. We have an awesome eternity coming. Get excited. It's going to be fantastic. All right, folks, you've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, taking a 70 and one half hour break. Then we'll come back. More insanity with Spinanity. Talk to you then. Can't stand the skill, can't stand the shame. Views and opinions expressed in the preceding program are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.